Rappelanius, the show that gives you an in-depth analysis into hip-hop and its culture. I will be your tour guide through today's segment, which is Rap Rebuttal, Deem's Top Hip-Hop Songs of 2018. Up next is Rap Rebuttal. Let's see what songs our contestants picked to debate. Welcome to Rappelanius, the Rap Rebuttal Show. Everything we do here today. <laughs> wow. This is the Rap <laughs> This is the Rap Rebuttal, the hip-hop debate show. Oh we debate artists, lyrics, albums, verses, and songs. And sometimes we do discussions. And I'm your host, Kadeem Peters. And yes, we're keeping all that from the beginning. I don't think anyone's ever going to take us seriously again after that. It was, like, it was like excitement and yawn at the same time. I was there like, okay, I don't know what to feel. Uh, right now, we're brought, brought to you by Newark.fm. Right now, <laughs> as always, we are. As always, as always, as always. Yo, shut up. Unless nigga. we get, unless we get any bitters, I guess. I don't know. Yeah. Yo, chill out, relax. <laughs> What's up, gang? Right, gang? Die. <laughs> okay, introduce yeah. us. Come on, the yeah. nigga that's really laughing really hard. <laughs> Why are you laughing so much? This DJ Chubby Bear, aka DJ Chobear, aka the Bayesian T'Challa, aka DJ Jamaica. Jamaica Queens, very own Blake Odom. I was laughing so hard because the way Kadeem introduced us, it was, I didn't expect that. It was just so bright. It worked out. I was like, okay. But yeah, hi everybody. How y'all doing? I'm ready to debate and um, go against my cohort over here. Cohort, cohort. Yeah, cohort, cohort. Your colleague. <laughs> I mean, your cohort is the same thing. Cohort, cohort is like oh, more than we go. It's more than one person. <laughs> when you speak of a cohort, oh boy. no cohorts. It's more than one. No, person. what are you talking? Okay, I'm just, we're not debating yeah. cohort and cohorts. Okay, I'm very but go ahead. to the right of me, I've been disappointing you since I met. So go ahead. <laughs> oh, this is gonna be a spicy ass episode. These niggas is go, wild. Go, 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 come on. To the right of me, I have my man, Mister. Suavemente, aka Spanish Fly, aka Baby Jesus, aka everybody's favorite villain. Pretty much. Relax, calm down. <laughs> I thought you were skipping to the end. I was like, yo. <laughs> Let him rock. Right. Ah. Shit, yo, you fucking my whole flow up. I had this shit going. Talk about let's go. AKA Mr. Rush Me now. Fuck out of here. <laughs> the Ecuadorian Killmonger, the Bronx Disputer. Angelo Rodon. <laughs> thank you, thank you very much. I was scared, man. I was like, "Yo, is he gonna?" Isn't isn't is there really a new one? Isn't there a new one called like there? Four Hour A or oh, something? Yeah. <laughs> that man Four Hour A is oh, in the building. Twenty four anyway. hours today too. Mm-hmm. Yep. Four hours. Four and a half, right? Four and a half. I took. Actually, I did. Oh, About four and a half hours. Four hour oh, A. Four and a half. Uh, yeah. And today, these guys have asked me some of my favorite songs from 2018 because they wanted to debate. They wanted to debate my 
music choices. You see, everybody, that's the reason why Kadeem is all dressed up for no, us no, and no. everything, because he is, finds this, this occasion is... very special. No, so. this dress Keep up. in mind, he still do rag Dimo. Yeah, he still do rag Dimo, as you can see. He this still do rag Dimo. is because I work really hard, and <laughs> I had a lot to do today. <laughs> a lot of meetings, so. Sophisticated man. I had yeah, to be sophisticated proper for shit. <laughs> But, you know, I want to throw some sweats on. It's Friday. <laughs> Who the fuck think I want to be in this shit all the time? <laughs> but, yeah. So the guys have asked me some of my favorite songs. I couldn't give them all of them because some of them we talked about previous episodes. Makes okay. Sense. So they they look like they have something on their they, they chest about the list that I've chosen. So, so let, me Go just, ahead. let me just say this, okay? <laughs> so... Oh, so did we he, finish his he gave us like ten tracks, something like that. I think yeah, it was like ten, ten tracks. tracks. Ten, ten tracks. tracks. Yeah. Okay, so we got about ten tracks, and you gave them to us in like two seconds. Like yeah, he, they it was were. Like, I was like, yeah. damn, I didn't expect that. Gave them to us right away. He was ready, and you know, we felt like we owed Deem, especially after we put him through last week. <laughs> we put him through having to listen to JPEG Mafia <laughs> and, and Arm and Hammer, two of the more like more experimental <laughs> hip hop artists out there Kadeem was that like, you're oh gonna God. that you're gonna have to listen to and it's not Deem style so yeah. you know it was like all right Deem I guess it's your turn now like yeah. give us what you want to give us so <laughs> I went in the crates he did and got some <laughs> motherfucking really shit he was like I'm gonna put Angelo's favorite Jim Jones in there <laughs> oh I definitely I, put, <laughs> I, I definitely put some Jim in there yeah I know uh-huh. <laughs> I hope Angelo picks it <laughs> What's the name of that project? Wasted, Wasted talent? talent. No, Wasted talent. stop it. Stop it. This is, this is, stop this is, this it. Is a decent project. Don't even call Jim Jones it. Wasted Talent. Don't do Dude, that. Still popping. Don't do that to him. Come I love on. you. I love you, Dean. Um, no, so. you know, I gave these guys 10 tracks. They chose, they each chose three out of the 10. And they're going to debate and they're trying to convince me which track is better than the other. Pretty much. So, guys. Let's get to the debating. All right. Ding, ding, ding. Angelo, you lost last time. Shit. So Why you, you got to remind me this? So you got to go first. I don't want to be reminded <laughs> about losing. Just your face. At right? least, I'm glad you at least sat, said that like you were surprised because yeah, I've been, winning, you I've been winning a lot lately. You've definitely <laughs> been showing out. Yeah, yeah I, uh, I, like, I ended the streak. Yeah, me did. and Arm and Hammer made sure. Yeah. Yeah. I didn't want to say anything, so <laughs> it's bullshit. Yeah. Okay. Anyway, right. you know, Arm and Hammer's good. It's all. It's all good. Paraffin yeah. Was everybody a good project. with it. Yeah. Yeah. yeah whatever. Oh, Angelo, what track did you choose for your first track? Okay, so I guess this is pretty much like a Street Fighter round. This is. This is. I mean, I, I have things in certain orders, but yes. <laughs> yeah. Okay, so you you have ideas of how you want to put it. exactly. Yes. Everybody, we all have our strategies. Yes. I understand. So I'm going to start, since I have to start, I mean, I, don't, I can't counter, it's not a counter pick. So I'm going to go with Stolly, and I'm going to pick the song, Cleanse. We just mentioned that. Cleanse, this is one of those contemplative or like reflective type of tracks that usually uh, appear, I think, towards the end of albums. That's usually where you see these kinds of tracks. This was um, in the beginning. Exactly. That's what's different about it. It's right at the beginning. It's number one. On the album, which makes some sense, especially when you consider the title of the project is called Tell the Truth, Shame the Devil, Volume 3. It's this trilogy that yeah. I think uh, Stolly's been working on for like six months. Yeah, he dropped basically. all three parts. I liked it. Um, Stolly, once he was all off MMG, I felt like he had more creative freedom. 
you can tell the difference between this and like his Ohio project. Gotcha. So yeah, because when I when I heard this stuff, I, I listened to volume three and uh, I had to like backtrack and just flip through some tracks just to get an overall feel for what he was doing with these projects. But this track in particular, and I, I do think it's different from the other stuff that I've heard from him, so that's a good point too. But the entire track speaks this entire track I think speaks in pretty general terms, but it's clearly an attempt at trying to gain some peace of mind within himself. Part of this is talking about black men around him and how they're ending up dead or in prison. And this is far from a political track, but the subject of black men and the issues of like neo-racism are definitely a topic on this track in particular. It, it really, I think, permeates throughout the project in general, but it definitely in this song. So there's lines like, from the graveyard to a prison cell, I lost some men, some good ones too, but I'm going to hold them down like a good man do. I'm going to give them kids some I'm going to give the kids some wisdom, give them good men food and set them up for wins can't see no good men lose. And then there's the key chorus line we hear throughout the entire track, start my day with a prayer just to remove the sin. It bears mentioning that like I said the trilogy that's titled it says tell the truth, shame the devil. It's probably Stolly's most vulnerable work, I would say. Yeah. You know, no, uh, I would say so. Yeah, these aren't like party anthem projects by any means. The, this project is as much to do, is it, I think I feel like it's as much for his listeners as it is for himself. And he's trying to deal with his demons while also trying to help the people around him. Another interesting thing about this track that I think lends to the overall theme is the production. The production, you, you have to mention it, especially when you're talking about this track. It's a very smooth beat, smooth sample, and... Um, and about the sample in particular, we've actually heard it, a part of it, before. And I feel like we should play it. I want it, I want you guys to play it so that you can tell me what you hear. Because you're going to probably notice it right away where this song... It, it was famously sampled on another track. So the name of the song is called Boom Clap Bachelors. The producer for this track, before we play it, mm-hmm. is Black Metaphor. I'm sure you guys know what okay. track. Okay, <laughs> I'll talk first. Don't kill my vibe. Yeah, I, I'll talk first. When Good Kid Messi came out, there was a release that I saw on OK Player of like the entire sample list of where of the songs, and that was one of the songs that was on that list, of course. Yeah. So I would play that song on my headphones all the oh, time. Oh, so you've heard this? Yeah. You've senior to this year, I was playing this song on my headphones oh, all the wow. time, and it was a very cool track to just like if you're just walking around and you don't have to go to class or something, you just want to like just like That's reflect smooth yeah smooth track. yeah that i would listen to this because it was really good so, so that's yeah. that's pretty funny i didn't know that yeah. but either way yeah it's it's i'd say because of that it's a pretty famously used sample yeah thanks don't, to kill, my don't vibe kill my vibe is yeah. a 
pretty famous song. Mm-hmm. I think we'd all agree with that. Mm-hmm. So uh, the name of the artist is Titan. Is I think it's I'm not I'm gonna butcher this. It's Titan Fliver. It's Danish. They're from Denmark. Yeah. Anyway, so yeah, like I said, that's where the track comes from. That's I mean, that's one of the samples. One of the times it was sampled. I have some lyrics for this sample to recite. Keep in mind they aren't in English, so oh. I have to trans. I have to use a translated version, partially from YouTube, partially from Genius Annotators. Uh, there's. Hey. You got to work with pain. I was going to say, got to work with what you can find, basically. All right. So you love the research. You love the game. I love, <laughs> the I love it. I love it. I love it. I got no problem with this shit. Right you here. don't. Got that mouthpiece in right so, now. Come on. Anyway, so the chorus line, which is what's used for Stolly's song Cleanse, uh, it translates to, I'm not lazy. I'm just a little slow to figure out how it works. All that about slaving away and being redeemed all while time flies. I'm not just lazy. I'm not lazy. And so the sample adds like this extra layer to this track. It's hard to imagine that this track would stand out, I think, nearly as much without it. And obviously, uh, Boom, what is it? Boom Clap Bachelors, this track obviously has also this sort of contemplative nature to it, along with what Stolly's doing. So it's a strong track that I think you can't really overlook, and the sample really only lends to it. I mean, I wanted to play, actually, the chorus line, because what Stolly uses is at the 110 mark. It's not at the beginning, obviously. Mm. They use different parts of the track, so it does sound, I think, quite a bit different, mm-hmm. but they are sampling the same track, which I think is cool. So you want to play Cleanse now? Uh. Play a few seconds of it from one ten and then play cleanse. Okay. We'll go to cleanse. Are you are you done with your That's my argument. Okay. So you said one ten? One ten. Okay. Okay, so now now that you guys heard that, let's play Cleanse by okay. Stolly. That's the sample, the track. Now you know. Uh, Thank you. I didn't Mr. want that to end. <laughs> That's such an amazing track. I, I, I mean, the thing about it with me, like I said, I would have wanted to use it, but once I didn't see a lyric sheet, I just ran away. Oh yeah, that's another thing. I couldn't. There was no <laughs> lyric sheet to this. This was all just Apple Music looking at what they had there. Yeah. So yep. I had to do what I had to do. So my track is Amine, and reel it in. 
So, this is the third track off of Amine, what he calls his EPLP mixtape album. So it was a project. Yeah. Thank you. <laughs> okay. That equals project. His so, words, not mine. Okay. This, these blurred lines are just becoming stronger and stronger. Yeah. Go ahead. I'm getting <laughs> sick of this shit. Called, yeah, seriously. The name of this project is called 1.5 because this is in between his first album and whatever his next album is going to be. So 1.5. I wish there was a way to oh, say. Oh man, sh- I'm definitely. I wish there was a way to I'm say. Gonna lose this round. <laughs> I wish there was a way to say. No, it's shrug. not you. It's not it's, my fault. It's not you. Because <laughs> I, lo- I love this track. Yeah, it's just you're like. It's oh, that God. that <sighs> that reasoning. I understand. Yeah, yeah, it's not even you. So it came out in August of last year. The music video matches the song. That have you seen the music video? Oh, oh. <laughs> yeah, one of my favorite music videos. Okay, I'll give you a picture of what this is, uh, Bronx Computer. So, <laughs> the, the music video, no, they that... want to grasp the 2000s hip-hop era of music video. So, we're talking, looks very summery, colorful vibe, ass-shaking all over the place. They're uh, in a car wash. <laughs> That's one of those. That's the next thing I was going to say. Of course, uh, it's one sex- of your favorite music Sexual videos. car wash stuff, you know. Uh, cameo, But there is cameo features from people that you know, a member of Injury Reserve. Richie with a T. Oh, really? Yeah, he's friends with uh, Amine. Injury Reserve, they're they're pretty good. We're yeah. going to have to cover them at some point. Go ahead. So, a whole bunch of other acts you, you just wouldn't find in real life is also in this music video, but I'm not going to talk about that. Amine sometimes is at his best when the song is shallow and he is repetitive with his bars and choruses that you can just sing slash rap along to. So basically uh, what you're saying, he's like the non-trap version of like a Playboy Cardi. It's like punk. laid back swag rap. That's why I call it. Okay, that's pretty that's much Playboy Cardi. Yeah. Um, yeah. But uh more laid back than Playboy Cardi. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> this is the type of song that you can play anywhere pretty much. It's interesting that the chorus is similar to uh Rich the Kids flow and listen up. And it's also interesting that one of the producers off of that particular song is named LMC Beats. But the uh, one of the producers off of Amine's song is called LDG Beats. <laughs> no oh, relation. Wow. That's, um, <laughs> that's uh, really close. Yeah. Both LDG and the VA producer T-Watt both do a good job here. They made a very infectious beat. Uh, you listen to it, you just say like, yeah, reel it in. So it's just how it is. <laughs> reel it in means to calm down, stay under control. And Amine is telling everyone to calm their ass down. Just because he has the bag, a.k.a. the money, doesn't mean that there should be this much excitement. I mean, it shouldn't be CNN news, but all the women are coming over to him because of it. At least that's how the song goes. Now, there's two things that I have to say. In the video, there's abundance of women, as Kadeem knows, as the Bronx disputer just found out. He is trying to capture that 2000s feel. However, anyone who has seen a Mine video knows that he barely has any women in his videos half the time. The second thing is that when he says, I get the bag, at the end of the video, he literally takes a tote bag that says, I get the bag. (laughs) (laughs) Okay. Yeah, so I mentioned these two things to display Amine's personality. He likes to play on the simplicity of these things, of, of things in general, but tweaking it just enough where... He is being jokingly straightforward with what he is saying. 
he literally tells his fans, guys, I literally have a bag. That's all. I always think that there is more to what Amine is saying in his more simplistic tracks like Caroline, like Disputer covered last year. He doesn't want to be fake. That's what he means in his track. Like He doesn't want to be fake, but he's making a video on a rap dream lifestyle, which can be the most fakest shit <laughs> half the time <laughs> in this world. But maybe there's a double meaning between the song's lyrics and the music video, because the first video has him, uh, the first verse, sorry, has him talking about a Rolex, haters being broke, referring to himself as Kobe with his ball hog mentality. Uh, he's not Jordan and Scotty who shared, like, you know, carrying uh, the Bulls with a whole bunch of role players getting six rings. No, he's Kobe, and that's how he feels about it. And he also refers to his clothing line, CLBN, which has everything on the website sold out. I went there, and there's just nothing there that you can buy. Everything is sold out. Oh, wow. Yeah. So, yeah, I would say he's getting the bag. So, <laughs> personally... By the second verse, you already know the deal. You don't care what other items Amine has purchased because you, yes, you, the listener, are still dancing around back and forth to this beat as Amine raps about wanting a woman similar to Bjork, the Icelandic singer, as, you know, she's pretty famous by this time, and shouting out Oregon Public Broadcasting because Amine is from Portland and he reps it all the time. In the end, the pre-chorus really captures what the song is all about. Amine is tired of being humble and he isn't going to just sit here and not flaunt the fruits of his labor. And that's all I got to say as I play this track and, you know, you guys bop your heads to it. <laughs> okay. Yeah. I demand it. I got the bag. Tell a friend. She got some ass. Bring it in. Bitch, I'm the news. CNN. Yeah. Yeah. Reel it in. I got the bag. Tell a friend. She got some ass. Bring it in. Bitch, I'm the news. CNN. Yeah. Hey. Dripping. Really got the TikTok missing. This pimping. Broke niggas got me living. Wow. You Jordan a pippin. I'm Kobe. I'm never gonna dish it. I'll miss it. I'm dissing this fuck and I ain't got the time to just kick it. Yeah. I don't trust nobody cause I can't be fake. Frontin' ain't an option cause my soul can't change. And I'm tired of being humble, bitch, I feel no way. It's that young nigga shit, I might pull up to your bitch, like. Really then, I got the bag, tell a friend. Okay. Okay, so. She got that ass. <laughs> Yeah. So we all know that's, the reason why Kanine picked this song. No, <laughs> that song is a bop. It, it really is. is. Yeah, it is. It is. You should have heard, like, before I played it, this was like, I'm not going to bop my head. Why you think that? Immediately, that is, I immediately you know, oh, yeah. oh, okay. But I mean, this ain't got nothing on cleanse, but it's all good. I mean, I didn't think you were going to pick cleanse first, sir. <laughs> yeah, that's, a, that's, a, that's a hell of a first pick. Yeah, I'm figuring, I'm figuring like, that's going to be, like, no. second or third go track. Hard or go hard home. He's like, nah, home. Home run right now, first pitch. I'm like, oh, okay. Yeah, I mean, he loves the Yankees. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> All um, right. Great argument from both you fellas. Fellas, you know. Mm -hmm. But you were right. I got to go with cleanse. I, I, I mean, <laughs> thank you. I, I was thank just saying, at you. this point in time, after hearing that, I was like, this is really then it's just going to be a throwaway track right now. <laughs> <laughs> like, I got this other two. Yeah, but... I got these other two, mm -hmm. but I'm going to throw this to the fire. Yeah, how I felt about reel it in was like, I was like, yo. I feel like this sounds kind of like a Playboy part, Playboy Cardi track, but I've heard Playboy Cardi do it better. That's how I felt. But Not I, a bad track though. I kind of that's like my Am opinion. Amine came out first, and he was doing it before him. But that's that's a different story. Okay. And, um, 
Um, <laughs> you know, there's just there's just more ad libs with with you know. There's Playboy like fifty thousand ad libs with Playboy <laughs> well, Cardi. Go. So, the whole you know. song is an ad lib. <laughs> yeah, that's it. Go Ooh. ahead. Oh, so. All right, let's get to let's get to round two, fellas. All right, let's like, go. Choose your character. Choose my character. I'm not even playing Street Fighter music, but okay. Yep. I'll choose my character. So my you can character. Edit it in. Yeah, I could. So my character. Hmm. All right. All right. Yeah, I, I got this. Okay. My character is Joel Ortiz and the producer Apollo Brown, and the track is Reflection. Okay. Yeah. Okay. This is my reflective track. <laughs> oh, excuse me. Like I said, this is my reflective oh, my, track. My, my I'm so want, sorry. My Go fuckers want to pick cleanse and shit. This is the second track off of their collaborative album, Mona Lisa, uh, the project between the two. So if people don't know about Apollo Brown, because some people know about Joel Ortiz already. Uh, of course, the people in this room know about Joel Ortiz. I'll explain more about Joel Ortiz later. But Apollo Brown seems to have a knack with collaborating with other artists. He's been doing it since 2010. He has worked with Guilty Simpson, another Detroit rapper. Uh, has worked with Jay Dilla and others. Um, Ghostface Killer, Planet Asia, Big Rapper Poo, and so on. This man just continually makes collaborative albums. He's the type he of producer. He does it with lyrical people, too. Exactly. He's the type of producer who likes to do be the one producer on one album with one rapper. He's that type of producer. So, Joao Ortiz is just another rapper on that, of course, on that bucket list because Joel Ortiz is gifted with the mic with his lyrical ability. Um, I don't blame him. Joel starts off straight from the jump telling us that it's hard seeing lyrically gifted rappers get overlooked as, as he puts it, okay rappers are looked at as amazing in this game, the rap game, the hip-hop game. I would say that Joel's career launched off at interesting place. If he had you know, become big around early 2000s, mid 2000s, it would have been different for Joel. His status would be different. Joel thinks about going into more detail on how he feels about the rap game, but he leaves it alone. He doesn't want his opinion to be turned around against him and, you know, make everyone have these notions. Oh, he's just a salty old dude and stuff like that. Nah, it's just like, this is how he feels from the heart. A key line in this song is in here. When it rings out, you know what he's talking about, especially if you have listened to hip hop for a while. It took a second for me to accept that the next time I'm on the road, won't be no Crook, won't be no Royce, won't be no Joe. The rap group Slaughterhouse consisted of Royce the Five Nine, Crooked Eye, Joe Button, and Joel Ortiz, of course. They broke up earlier last year after so many delays to their second project or their second album. Um, Ortiz is happy that he can, you know, do his solo career full time now, but he misses those guys. They had great chemistry with each other, and you know, Slaughterhouse was a name to be revered in hip hop, and they worked well together. It's just how it was back then. As he dreams while looking at the Hudson River, becoming this multi-million dollar artist, however, he knows the truth about his career all too well. He raps, the truth is, it's like one in a million to go pop, and the only artist that really get the millions is Pac. Being simple is a yes, being skilled is not, having substance is lame, using substance is hot, 
So here I am, the hottest nigga in my barbershop to get a number one, but not that number one spot. In a weird place, my fans don't expect me on the charts. Guess when you gifted sometimes, you wrap yourself in a box. Those are very honest lyrics, very personal. And that's something that you don't get from the wisecracking Joel Ortiz. Joel is very, there's a lot of times I listen to Joel and I just laugh because he's so good at it. But he wasn't trying to be like that this time. He was trying to be like, hey, this is how I feel. And it's true. Like, it, the writing's on the wall. Some of his fans may think that he has reached the ceiling, but Joel believes that he is better than that. The chorus is coming from a place of frustration. He apologizes for if he comes off as an asshole, but this is, you know, he's coming from the heart with this. The second verse is all about hindsight. Hindsight is 2020. Joel remembers his life on the streets, hustling, going in and out of jail. He says that that was pre-Joel music, and now he does tracks with Eminem. He is not with Section 8 anymore. He doesn't have to look for the next meal, and he can provide for his mother now. When looking back on his past, Joel thinks that he should get a Nobel Peace Prize for choosing the option of peace because his life could have went so much south that there could have been repercussions for keep going on the hustler's path of selling drugs and do what you have to. Uh, Reflection is a statement track for Joel because sometimes you need your artist to still be relatable and grounded, even though they still been in the game for a very long time, to show off that, hey, I may not be this number one artist, but I work really fucking hard to leave where I came from and my life is better because of it. And as we know from last week's episode, it's very hard to make your art form that you're passionate about your next paycheck. Uh, no matter how reasonable the profit is. And Joel is one of those artists that can say that he has done that. Don't think that this track is all about Joel settling down for where he is. At the end, he spits, I tell that waiter, wait, no more. I got to watch my figure. Can't pull on the weight no more. Why? Because if I truly want to make it a shot at the top, I got to drop. That's what they said. I guess I'll jog before I jot. Joel hasn't given up. And one day, I think he will get that number one hit. Mm-mm-mm. Life takes some interesting turns, don't it? It's all good, just can't get off the road. I ain't gonna lie, a lot of this is hard to take. I'm watching them praise the okay and overlook the great. I'm not saying that they ain't straight. Nah, I'm just saying that, never mind, no matter what, they gonna turn this shit into hate. So fuck it, let it alone. Headphones dead in a zone like Rick and Michonne. I'm feeling better on my own. Took a sec for me to accept that next time I'm on the road, won't be no crook, won't be no Royce, won't be no joke. I'm just looking at the Hudson River right now, sitting on the rocks, feeling like my reflection's life reflection, is it not? Some people board the ferry, other people dock a yacht. But the waves keep crashing while a dust just sit and watch. Sometimes I daydream about me sitting at the top. I see the clubs going crazy every time my record drop. I see plaques on the wall and glass cases for awards that I done got. Performing for like a million a pop. The truth is, it's like one in a million a pop. And the only artists that really get the millions is pop. Being simple is a yes and being skilled is a not. Having substance is lame, using substance is hot. So here I am, still the hottest nigga in my barbershop to get a number one, but not that number one spot. I'm in a weird place. My fans don't expect... That's a that's a great track. That's a good track. That was a good choice. Well, well, what I'll did you, you choose? So the track that I chose is... <laughs> oh, no. I don't like this. What? 
what? He's I chose, laughing maniacally. I before. just, I just think it's, I just think it's funny. That's all. I chose the Alchemist featuring Action oh, Bronson. Oh, okay, I know so where this is. The going song that now. I chose is the Hopeless Romantic. That's my shit. It's a good track. So I never would in these years. I never would have thought that Disputer would pick a Action Bronson track. Why is that? You don't like Action Bronson? No, it's just that he never took the time to listen to him. Like Action that. Bronson's never been like my like my cup Go of tea to? like that. No, nah. he's like, does he sound like Ghostface? That's what he told me before. He I, does. Like, <laughs> I thought that was Ghostface as soon as he came out. Yeah. yeah. Well, early on, I definitely there are a lot of times that DJ Jamaica would play tracks for for us, and I'm like, is that Ghostface? And I was like, is that a Ghostface? I like. I, is that a Ghostface track? And Trust he's like, me, no, even Ghostface not. has said like, yo, I don't remember rapping this track. <laughs> he said that before. Yeah, I remember yeah. that. I remember you us talking about it. So, I mean, that's kind of what's bugged me about him in the past. Um, obviously, it's been a long time since yes. those days. We're in a different, it's a completely different page now. Yeah. Anyway, like I said, the song that I chose is The Hopeless Romantic. And it is a song, it's technically by The Alchemist. The work that The Alchemist does with his production is just on point so much of the time. I mean, this guy is probably, I mean, he's... He was I think ridiculous this year. He's a grossly underrated profes- uh, professor. And he's, yeah, yeah, he's a professor, producer. He is a professor. Right? Yeah. <laughs> You're right. <laughs> he's a grossly underrated producer. Th- this time, he's using a sample from a 1970, 1971 track called What Will It Take by Rastus, a group that I could find almost like no information on so you know this is a case of basically the alchemist having a bunch of vinyl yeah i was like yes just digging through the crates has probably like a ton of vinyls and pulls this out it just reminds me of like what we would always hear about jay dilla yes right he pulls something out and and this is the sort of thing that producers of yesteryear would do all the time Mm -hmm. like uh over the last i would say like two decades this is what you're used to hearing about it's only recently that producers aren't really turning to this kind of form of sampling but the alchemist it's cheaper at the same time. It is cheaper, and yeah. but the alchemist is a master yes, at is. this kind of craft. It reminds me of what the alchemist did just recently with Freddie Gibbs and Fetty. yeah, Freddie Gibbs and Currency on Fetty Roma, mm-hmm. right? So it's a similar kind of style of a track, but unlike the guys on Fetty Roma, sounding like the, what did the word that Dean termed. He said he said it sounds like like smoke like smoke cigar like smoke cigars type of rap. <laughs> oh. Right? You said something like, like that. Like Yeah, yeah something like something like that yeah. that you said. It sounds it's, it's like when you smoking a it's, it's, it sounds <laughs> like something like you're smoking a cigar, you're laying on the beach type yeah. rap. Yeah. Yeah. And and you know, the alchemist is so good at making that kind of sound. I felt I always remembered you saying that and it's it stuck it felt with like me since Cuba. Then. Like you're in yeah. Cuba with that kind of Definitely. So <laughs> <laughs> old cars yeah cars. <laughs> yeah so that that just that sort of word the words that you use with that stuck with me so now it's time to talk about someone who you know there's a lot of like sort of drug high references that oh well, that's action uh, action yeah, yeah. <laughs> action bronson makes throughout this track and that's the kind of artist that he is mm-hmm. i'm not sure we've i don't we've never covered him on the podcast nah, but this like, is our first time covering him yeah but the first collaborative project that he had with action bronson is probably my favorite from action bronson rare chandeliers i love okay. that oh that yeah. was such a great project yeah it was I there loved you it. go yeah. so at, throughout this action bronson is just freestyling over he's he's freestyling over this entire track throwing out metaphors punchlines you know, they're just everywhere. So I'll just point out, I think, some of my favorites, starting with this one, where he says, shit, I'll aim the stainless like I'm Nameth. And the stainless is, of course, a gun. I mean, that's, I think, pretty obvious. 
Namath, right? And if Joe Namath. Yeah. So, and if he's aiming like Namath, we we have to bring Jets fans back to a better time, right? <laughs> like we just That's, have to bring what? Jets fans My back to a better time. was even born, I think. A Maybe. time, a time almost no one remembers seeing. Broadway since Joe, Joe Namath, <laughs> since Joe Namath is the only quarterback in the Jets' history to win a Super Bowl way back in 1969. Yeah. So that's quite a while ago now. So Action Bronson is aiming his gun like the one man who won a Super Bowl for the Jets, Joe Namath. Basically, he has perfect aim. You get the idea. There's also these bars in the second verse that caught my attention where Action says, Look, fly in the rover, lions and cobras, keep the iron in the toga, send a message, leave you lying over. So I did some digging because of my curiosity over the Lions and Cobras line and found this. So Lions and Cobras can be referenced back to the Bible. Psalms 91, 13, and 14, where it's written, You will walk on lions and cobras. You will step on strong lions and snakes. The Lord says, If someone loves me, I will save him. I will protect those who know me. So the more direct interpretation would be that as long as you believe in God and turn to God when you're in trouble, you will be protected even if you're confronted by lions and cobras. You ah, get the idea. Okay. So Action Bronson is basically saying that lions and cobras can't hurt him because he's protected or invincible. Mm. That's the basic concept of that. There's also one more notable line in all this that's this that I want to say. I could have picked out a bunch more, but I don't want to stay here all day just referencing line after line Which after line. Which would be line, crazy because right? it's a short track. Exactly. So... <laughs> There's, like I said, there's one more really notable line that's at the end where he says, poke your kidney with the knife I cut an onion with, then poach your kidney with some onions and shit. So Action Bronson will stab your kidneys with the same knife he cuts an onion with, cook that shit, season it with some onions, and eat it. So I feel like he can do that. And probably tastes good. Honestly, that's the kind of thing that I, yeah. I mean, you see Action Bronson. (laughs) (laughs) That's the kind of thing you'd expect him to do, right? He also mentions having an oven mitt, like a burning oven mitt, Mm -hmm. which actually happened in like an episode of Munchies Uh with uh, Action Bronson. And The Alchemist was actually in that episode. And you see The Alchemist is producing a track at the time, like he's making some production. And then uh, Bronson is wearing an oven mitt and it's catching on fire. And he's like, he's like, oh, shit. (laughs) Because the production's fire. So, you know, this was a fun one to run through. The The Alchemist and Action Bronson have some obvious chemistry together. They've worked together plenty of times before. And this is just another hit in the making. Mm. Go ahead and play it. Okay. Oh, wow. Please. Please. Thank you. God, go ahead and play it. (laughs) Stupid villain. (laughs) The super villain. Play it. Catch me high, me arraignment. Never been a plaintiff. Shit, I lay in the stainless like I'm naming. Lawyer tag with a case like he played for the Ravens. So I stuff him with cheese like a Danish. Damn, I crave paper. Catch me later at the lake again. My better grip on the Knicks. Carmelo sweating on my kicks cause I'm courtside. It's time a good way. I'm a free man, that's what I should say. Nobody holding me back except myself, that's what I realized. Peeling the five, now I'm feeling the five. Hand on the wheel, drugs in my eyes, money on my mind. I think about it all the time, cause there was a time I never had shit. Now I got shit, it's like magic. All these cars in front of the crib look like a pageant. I catch A's by the cure like a magic. Hide the fucking drugs inside a rabbit. I'm a bastard.
to just be looked over, never look sober. Look through the eyes of a soldier. Look flying a rover, lions and cobras. Keep the iron in the toga. That is my track. Durag Dean. Both of y'all have chosen great tracks. Oh, I wonder, I wonder how that, that happened. I wonder if there was some genius behind it. Yeah, who gave us these tracks? There was a little genius behind it. <laughs> <laughs> but um, I like both tracks a lot. Mm. Well, it's my list. Of course. I'm going to like both tracks. Um, great arguments from both of you guys. However, I'm going to go with the more personal track. Of Joel Ortiz, yes, yeah. Even though that 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 Alchemist sample, it oh is my that God. Alchemist sample that's, just kills. Yeah, that's All that right. cigar music. It is. That's that shit. I want to be in Cuba on the beach. <laughs> <laughs> Let's get to this third round, though. I've seen third. Kadeem with uh, Cuban I, I, cigars I, yeah. before in Miami. I, 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 it's a very good look. <laughs> <laughs> I got a cigar at home waiting for me. Oh man. Let's I, get com- to this. I completely believe that. <laughs> Yo, I'm a different man in other places <laughs> in the world. Yeah, he is. Uh, the do-rag comes off, shades come off. I was thinking the shades. Sh- shirt, shirt chain comes on, on, gold oh, chain comes gold on. Gold chain pops up. Yeah, it's a different guy. <laughs> <laughs> He's not. You know, that's vacation guy. Oh, vacation man. Dean. I need to go see him soon. <laughs> Third well, round. Let's get to this last round. Damn, last round. Angelo. Okay, I'm starting. You have, you have, you're you're starting. Is this okay. a? Is this what I think it is, Dean? What? Is this a full Griselda, Griselda round? Oh my god! <laughs> this is all Griselda. Oh my god! It's all and Griselda. Dean's heart grew yeah. twice the size that day. <laughs> oh my god! So, the song I chose, West Side Gun, featuring Benny the Butcher and Buster Rhymes on <laughs> Bross Face Brippler. You know who that is, right? <laughs> so, <laughs> oh man. So the title is, of course, doing what I mean. I think we've talked about this probably enough now, but that gang affiliation. Yeah, life. you get it. The title is, of course, you know, it's replacing the first letter of a word, usually a C or a K, but it could really be any letter. They do it with any letter, really. Mm-hmm. And changing it to a B to represent, you know, blood gang terminology. You get the idea. West Side Gun also does this with the title of the album. I mean, he calls it Supreme Clientele, which is obviously in part a play on Supreme. the word Supreme Clientele by Ghostface Killer in yes. the early 2000s. I think of that course. came on like 2001. 2001. 2001. Yeah. Exactly. Love that album. So, that was the second album I owned. I love that album. Yeah, That's I'm a good one. Album. Yep. No, third album. <laughs> okay. This an early third one. album that you own? <laughs> Yeah, third yeah, album. It's a good that, like, third fifth, album to third, ever yeah, own. Yeah, yeah, my first three albums, um, Mace Harlem World, Jay-Z Blueprint, Ghostface Killer, Supreme Clientele. That is a strong freaking yes. first three albums. Yes, it Damn. is. It just got stronger and stronger. Yeah, I was like, what the hell? <laughs> yeah. Holy crap. Yeah. And then I got Blueprint 2 after that. No wonder that. you love Jay-Z so much. Mm-hmm. Anyway, so, you know, The Alchemist is once again... On the production here, well, this with is another Zelda sample, we're talking about right? here. So, so 
The Alchemist is back again. And this one, I couldn't find at all. I couldn't find shit. So I'm not, I, I have nothing to say about it. So I tried so hard, guys. You don't understand. I, I looked so hard to try to find this one. Did you call Alchemist? Like, what record did you use? I was like, what did he do here? I'll How never do tell this? you my crate digging Where skills. Was the crate? I was like, yo, what, what did he do? So... You know, it sounds like a woman singing in like that falsetto tone singing, I know I am lucky. Yeah. You know, so I tried to find that, tried to look that up. I tried hard. Oh my God. I was digging through Google pages. Who I was like, was Where like is sorry. This? Who sampled had nuts? <laughs> Who sampled.com had nothing for me, you know, which seems like basically I-, I couldn't find it. And the first thing I found was Somebody like some stupid, some. it was some stupid Jason Derulo track, is what I found. I was like, I'm, I was like, this is trash. This is definitely not this. I almost jumped out the fucking window. So anyway. It didn't work out. So. <laughs> Sorry, Dean. <laughs> I understand. Like. So, yeah. So, but you know, I know I am lucky. That's a sample on the track. And that's the general like vibe you're getting throughout the track. That's part of it, at least, with the three rappers that are on here. Um, so, you know, just getting to the track, The Alchemist provides this just like very gritty, brooding, gutter type of production, which Griselda Records is famous for. I mean, it's the first thing you think of when you think of Griselda these mm-hmm. days. So it, it really matches the aesthetic of all of these guys that are on this track. Well, West Side Gun and Benny the Butcher, let's say that. Yeah. So with, so we, we can even get into the lines. So West Side Gun, right? He says, one of the, the lines that stuck to me, stood with me was, I dare one of y'all to step on the wave runners, plain summer, hit the West Coast, his brain's in the luggage, make you suffer, but you love it. So, I mean... <laughs> You know, brains in the luggage. I mean, oh man, I it's just like these sorts of lines that they throw together, these sort of visceral, violent fucking lines, or Benny the Butcher's line. That's Griselda for you. Yeah. So Benny the Butcher's line, it's crazy. We came up from doing all this evil, sold dope with so much cut that it clogged their needles. And I mean that kind like they're so visual, these kinds of lines that you get from them. Right? So so much cut that it clogged their needles. I was like, holy shit. Like, I love... I, it's just like... It's the kind of thing you love to hear from Griselda. I'm just saying. <laughs> you, you see my excitement. I yes, know. I know. Definitely. So these are the kind of rappers where you know the atmosphere you're getting into. Expect these guys that can rap for days about drugs, murder, in a very visual, just experienced kind of way. And it's it's a very immediate urgent kind of style of rapping and it's the one thing that's one of the reasons why i chose them over some of the other guys who maybe were there at one point you know i'm thinking about the locks for example but it's like these guys are doing this shit right now and it feels so natural to them and it feels more real because of just like i said it just seems like they're locks are further removed exactly yeah i understand this same for people who just want to hear like Pusha T luxury coke rap, basically. Nah. This is not luxury coke. This is coke. not luxury coke. Nah, <laughs> this, no. is, this, this is, is the like, opposite. This is yeah. dirty needles yeah. in the back of the alley. This is exactly that kind of shit. Yeah. So the surprise of this track is having Buster Rhymes on it for me. And there's always those surprise veteran rappers who you forget can still go off at a moment's notice when you like just least expect it. And this time, Buster Rhymes is just nailing the Griselda formula and showing he can still bring that heat. You know, Buster Rhymes' voice sounds deeper and raspier than I ever remember it being. Buster Rhymes like, can change his voice. Yeah, I was like, that's true. He can. <laughs> but he just sound sounds like Buster with dirty dress. It did. It did. It really did, though. That's the one thing I noticed. Like, that super, like, deep, raspy, like, 
gargly kind of shit. I was like, damn. I was he like, all right. He knew he was rapping with. Pretty much, right? So I'll just choose a few bars that I think illustrate Bus's ability to synergize and keep up with these boys from Gazelda. So he says, cocked. Now I'm letting off the K. Developer. Molding and shaping the predator. Better off the prey, despite how kneeling they often pray. So that's a mix of words. The quick translation... Busta is a predator ready to kill his prey with an AK-47. He doesn't care if they're on their knees praying for their lives. He's going to murder you regardless. You are his prey. Pray for your life. Yeah. That is it. So then there's the following bars. Sound like some alternate side park for me. (laughs) 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 All right. And then there's the following bars. It's like I'm still bagging crack with Frederico. Blade accidentally split your finger. Blood mixed up all in the perico. Bendito. Sorry for all of you niggas that became victims while we count your bread over mojitos. So, lots of breakdown there. Some quick translations. (laughs) Perico (laughs) is slang. Perico is slang for cocaine. And bendito is usually a term that Hispanics use when they're like, it's sort of, it it depends on how it's used. So, bendito can be used in a more sort of condescending way. It's like, oh, you naive child kind of thing like oh gosh look at you Mm -hmm. you know bless you Mm -hmm. kind of thing so in this context that definitely works so so busta is talking about you know bagging crack then a blade splitting your finger making your blood spill into the cocaine you're trying to sell so (laughs) meanwhile busta is drinking mojitos counting the money he stole from the victims he's killed so i mean it's it fits so in line with what griselda is doing you just mentioned how this is not luxury coke. Well, I mentioned that, and then you followed it up by saying, nah, this is like that dirty coke, fucked up shit. And I was like, well, you're just talking about blood spilling into cocaine. That yeah. fits that perfectly. Yeah. So it's a great reminder of what some of these older rap vets can still bring to the table, and Busta just matches that Griselda energy so perfectly on this track. He matches Benny the Butcher and West Side Gun. Something I... I mean, I I did I not expect that. that from it Busta. caught me completely off guard. I how well he fit in. I could kind of see Busta doing it. When you heard, like, when I first heard the track, I was like, oh, hold yeah. I, I kind of rewinded. I, was like, I Who mean, the fuck? I mean, Benny and Westside Gun did their thing. Busta just he murdered that at the end. Yeah. I mean, Bross Face Brippler in general is just a reminder, obviously, what the Griselda boys can do out here and what they probably will continue to do in 2019. Play I'm that su- track. I'm surprised there's no reference of what the track is based off of, sir. To life. I know. <laughs> oh, what do you mean? Bross Face Brippler? What about it? Crossface Crippler? Oh, what about it? Oh, Chris Benoit. Oh, okay. Yeah. <laughs> Supreme Blind Tell, um, if you look at, there's two covers. Yeah, there's. There's the, there's the cover with West Side Gun with a Fendi mask and a shotgun. And then there's a Chris Benoit cover. Mm-hmm. Chris Benoit, um, this album is based on Chris Benoit. Yeah. They, they're... They, they're they, heavy rap uh, wrestling they're, fans. Yeah. yeah, they're heavy gotcha. wrestling fans. Yeah. So Chris Benoit was really one of the um, influencers of West Side Gun, and then Chris Benoit doesn't get talked about in nah. the WWE no more because, because of, of his how death. his death. Yeah, yeah. Because of his death and his death was ridiculous. It was his, crazy because yeah. he killed himself and his family. Yes. So. Yeah. And, oh, he was yeah, going through a right. lot. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, didn't make that. That's connection. why I was like, I'm surprised you haven't referenced that. Yeah, <sighs> that's and that, my mess up. And, and crossface crippler was his signature move. Yeah, it, and it, it looked like it hurt. Gotcha. But yeah. All right. Well, that was that. my fa- my mess up. But I knew. I mean, I knew the title. Yeah. Obviously. Yeah. Okay. But yeah. Let's Go play ahead. that track.
Bag my crack while I fuck them in a short stay. Niggas a brag by flipping coke while I somersault the yay. You coke good, but you's a worker, is what you're supposed to say. At a hookah lounge with a waitress serving coke, I sniff it off the tray. When I celebrate a birth this evening, pop the bottle, cork, and spray. Pipe your bitch till she's sleeping. Show my bread to be forced to pay. Cock, now I'm letting off the K. Developer, molding and shaping the predator. Get her off the prey, despite how they kneel and they often pray. It's like I'm still bagging crack with Federico. Blade accidentally split your finger. Blood mix up all in the pedico. Bendito. Sorry for all you niggas that became victims while we count your bread over mojitos. Fabulous imported fabrics, even when I'm in my street clothes. The small fucker distribute butter like I'm spreading it on wheat toast. So much bread, the money bags swell up. We getting it in each loaf, each loaf. I love it. I love it. I love it. I love it so much. I have... um. My work cut out for me. Yeah, that was <laughs> you have another Griselda track. I do. Oh so God, another I do. Griselda boy. Yeah. So I just still got to make it work. It doesn't mean like, oh, yeah, lay up. I'm like, no, nah, you, like, you, you still I have... got like so Anthony you... Davis trying to swat the shit out of me Yo, right you now. Got something <laughs> with, but this is like. You got something on your side, though. This is MJ 90... versus LeBron. Like... 97 ho? I know. 97 ho? I know. Let's talk about it. Okay, man. so I hope we still cover this album Tone oh no we're three. gonna talk about okay uh, these, we, we gotta talk we about gotta Tone talk, talk three. okay sure. okay it's, it's a great project right i'm still really interested 97 <laughs> like, hove i was listening gangster. to it did you have you listened to it not not all not all of it 97 okay. hove is the eighth track off the album Tana talk three by benny the butcher benny of course has said many of times that hove is his favorite artist in 97 it's kind of crazy because benny like Despair was saying with just Griselda in general, but Benny specifically gets very detailed with his shit in the science of just selling dope. And he's also very detailed in the fact of why he picked 97 Hove. That's a doubt. Yes. In 97, Jay-Z was in transition from selling drugs to a music career. Rockefeller Records. Yes. And there was... I, 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 do I even... I don't have to say anything. Like, I don't, I don't have to say anything. Dean's going to say it for me, but... Anyhow, you can tell where he's ranking my I list. know, I know. <laughs> there weren't any record labels that gave Jay-Z a chance. So he was selling CDs out of his car at the time while still have, establishing with Dame Dash and Kareem Biggs Rockefeller Records. At the same time, his hard work paid off because he got inked a deal in 1997 with Def Jam because that was the same time that Reasonable Doubt came out. But also in that same year, he Big lost Biggie. Yep. And that was very painful for everyone, but of course, Hove. They were supposed to drop the commission album. I know, I know, Deem, I know. So, Benny relates to Hove. Slim, most shady, <laughs> Frankie Baby. Oh. Sorry. <laughs> Benny relates, I know you, I understand. Benny relates to Hove. Uh, the Griselda records have become so popular in hip-hop circles. You can see the difference, and Benny is one of the reasons why, along with Conway and West Side Gun, how popular Griselda Records has become this year. And they just, they're just they just going to keep rising to the top. And he is not, he's not too far removed from his drug-dealing past, like 97 Hove, and his jail time, because Benny did do jail time when West Side Gun and Conway were establishing themselves and Griselda Records. Also similar to Biggie's death 
and how it affected Hove, the front cover of Tana Talk has a baby picture of Buffalo rapper Machine Gun Black, That's Benny's Benny brother, Brown. who got shot and killed. So, yeah. Benny was in jail when he couldn't. Exactly. Yeah. Benny was in jail when this was going on. Kadeem is like, just give me like, who's there? Like, I understand, Kadeem. It's like, yo, it's sad. It really is. Kadeem's yeah. about to release a documentary. He is. Yo, listen, he is. He, the I've, Griselda documentary. Like, listen, you, Griselda you, Records documentary. You guys know, like, I've, I've gone... I've downloaded Bandcamp to listen to these. Videos. Yeah, I know. It was, <laughs> it, it's something that it just—they're ridiculous. So they have a particular sound. They do very well, and they rap on point. Yeah. So Benny raps because he's like he explains a little bit more. I gave detail on why he relates to Hove, but he explains it himself. I was born in '84, but I'm like '97 Hove. Went platinum off a brick. I cooked it '97 stoves. Yeah, I know the streets was watching, so I'm highly skeptical. Where I'm at in my career, one hit and I'm set to go. Uh, and he is right. Griselda is right there, and you know I'm starting to see. I was saying this from before. I'm starting to see a pattern with some of the artists Kadeem picked out for this week. We got a whole fucking Griselda round, <laughs> and it's awesome. So. Benny is so detailed when it comes to selling. His ability to tell that story and it not get old is amazing. I think that that's be- it's because of how much content he puts in it from his past. He raps duct tape for the blocks, black tape for the strap. Bentley in the parking lot, ashtray full of pack. Had dreams of retiring and burying the money back when I was young with more experience than money. He even has lines to go even further about how he had to shit down to a science, even with people working under him. When they snatched my niggas up, I got a new lawyer. They start off young, so they shoot for you. I groom them, so they become their own bosses. Recruit for you. It's not such a thing as too loyal. Kadeem, did you know that in 96, Jay-Z had a 97 Land Rover that went through 97 tolls? 97 told yes that. That, that's yo benny knows the deal man benny got them jay-z facts on lock dean you better be careful man so we're not just making no more just changing these niggas Yo, uh, you know, Benny knows this because he knows real hustlers have to stay inside rentals like it's a mobile home you don't want to be caught stationary in that type of lifestyle before I go into the transition of, you know, the skit, I have to say this statement. The Alchemist and Derringer must be brothers because you can't produce beat changes like that and think it's Al- it's so seamless. The crazy thing is Alchemist <laughs> feels like Derringer is so good that he has to step up Oh, more. my God. Derringer like, is ridiculous. You, like, and Derringer's younger. I think he is. he's younger than all of us. He's younger than all of us? I think so. I think he's like 23, 24, if I'm not mistaken. Derringer is ridiculous. He he can do that particular style very well, and that's the reason why he's always in the chamber for Griselda Records and everything like that. He is ridiculous. And between him and Alchemist, they don't need anyone else. They really don't. They don't. They got a track with just Blaze, but like, we'll play it after. We'll play it after just to show you the grittiness that Alchemist and Derringer have yeah. compared to what? to what Just Blaze brought them. Yeah. So there is, between that seamless transition, there is this perfect skit of Pimp C being disgusted on how fake rappers are in the game. They act like they're these big time dealers and they act all hard, but they're really colleagues and they work with each other. And around the time, 
when Pipsy was vocal about this, he had a complete point off of this. And he would rap about this all the time. I believe Benny shares those same sentiments. The second verse has some of the more flashier lines I've heard from Benny, but he is even still detailed in how he gets women to sign agreements that they will not talk about him if they have relations. I'm just saying, like, damn, this this motherfucker. Okay, he's yeah, like, I heard that. Yeah, he's yeah. like, no talking. <laughs> I was listening to that, I, I, I don't want anything. I'm like, all right, damn. He got that Dirk Jeter plan. Yeah, pretty much. <laughs> in the end, 97 Hove shows where Benny is in his career and in his lyrics. From before, Benny raps about how he would send his people to handle his business. But now, if any rapper has a problem with him or his increased hype, then they're going to have to deal with the problems that lie with Griselda artists. You're going to have to deal with them. And you also have to deal with Fashion Rebels, a clothing line that collaborates with Griselda. And all their clothes are sold out. Oh, no, that's Griselda's clothing line. That's their clothing line? That's it's not collaborative not, it's thing? Not, it's not collaborative. Okay, it's, thank you for the clarity. Yeah. But that is their clothing line. All those clothes are sold out still. Benny's website is under maintenance, and I found some of his shit on eBay. So yeah. <laughs> it just goes to show you, like, well, yeah, these guys. Um, yeah, people love these guys. Yeah. yeah. Either way, you don't want these problems. Just move out of his way as he climbs in popularity. Just how it is. All right, let's play some 97 Hove. I walk in the room, niggas can feel that pressure when I walk in, nigga. Like you saw the devil. Yo, look, I was born in 84, but I'm like 97 hoes. I went platinum off a brick, I cooked on 97 stoves. Yeah, I know the streets is watching, so I'm highly skeptical. Where I'm at in my career, when hitting, I'll be set to go. Uh. Duct tape for the blocks, black tape for the strap. Bitly in the parking lot, ashtray full of pack. Had dreams of retiring and burying the money. Back when I was young, with more experience than money. Look, all my Georgetown shit rocked the blue Hoya. When they snatch my niggas up, I got a new lawyer. They start off young, so they shoot for you. I groom them soon, they become their own bosses and recruit for you. It's not a such thing as too loyal. This gap melts your favorite rapper, protect them to a pool for you. You think you're nice, well I got news for you I get them chewed for you It's funny when every rapper fooled to you My bitch asking me to settle down I was reckless at selling brown She know I'm finally on level ground I'm trying to change, but in my head uh, I, I didn't want to end <laughs> But you had the ugly face for that These are some great tracks, so <laughs> Um Thank you guys for asking me what some of my favorite tracks You know um, Thank you guys <laughs> You know, I had to I think Griselda. We had to make sure you recovered from last week. I think Griselda's gonna take over 2019 because boy, boy, something else. They they got something up there. It's okay. We had to wake you up this week. Last week you were dead, man. (laughs) I was listening to that shit. That shit was hard to listen to. Dead to Ragdeem. He's done. um, Yeah. Angela and I had fun last week too. I know you did. I know you did. That's that's your Stilo. That's you guys. But you know. Um, I'm glad you guys let me bring out the grittiness in you, fellas. Um, I could have gone 10 tracks straight Griselda. You know know that. Um, Of course. I don't think we would have made it out of the studio. Oh, no. (laughs) I think we'd have just been really sitting here listening. (laughs) It would have been a listening session. But um, this last round, this is a hard round because (laughs) both tracks are 
fucking amazing. So, um, Deem should have like a blackboard right now and like a pair of glasses, like this a suit, is... and be like, Well, you see, this is why you lost this round. And it's gonna, it's gonna be it. hard to, to, to tell Blake why he lost the round. Really? Oh. I lost the round? Hey. Lost the round. How did yes. I lose the round? It's the Bronx Disputer wins it, again. It, it, like, both tracks are just here, like, they're both up here. And but something about that little alchemist and that little Buster Rhymes shit just oh. is Derringer and Alchemist together. I, I know that. I, I'm sorry. I, I apologize, but she play some sad music, violin music in the oh background. Oh my god! You know, play that. I, I sent you. The, I sent you the Hall and Nash track. I don't feel like listening to it right now. <laughs> Yo, Blake, you put up a great fight. I'm sorry, Benny. You, 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 you tried, my boy. You, you know tried. I can't. You know. You know. Y'all, y'all put the rule. I can't tie. I know. Nah. I, I no wish size. I could tie a Griselda tr- around. Mm-hmm. So just because of, you know. It, once again, Buster Rhyme wins the track for you. Buster oh, yeah, Rhymes. Jim Carrey. No, no, no. No, no, no. no, no. You're, you're referring to episode. Okay. What what DJ Jamaica is referring to is episode three of, of Rappelanius, right? The rap rebuttal. Yeah. Where Jim Carrey and Buster Rhymes teamed up to help me win around. Yo, bye. It's a very me a different favor? story. Can you cut his mic off, please? <laughs> but you know, I, I love all the tracks that I've chosen uh-huh. but <sighs> sorry 97 Hove though is oh it's God. and it's a track about Jay-Z I that's what that. I'm just saying like well you know hopefully this well, will edge me out okay now we, we can cut Blake's mic alright well I just would like to say thank you for letting for giving me this round Dean no problem this I'm is a put fart this is a great day in the background oh, when this I is a great day there, there are many great days ahead I believe you nah, know there's been many really. great days in the past I've had a lot of wins. I expect many more. And uh, uh, let's see. I hate when he wins because when I win, he's like, I'm I'm just glad that 2019 is really off to a good start right now. You lost first. No, that shit didn't happen. I don't remember the Draco shit. Nah, last week didn't happen. You big Draco right now? (laughs) (laughs) You want me to buy you a Gucci? Grande Draco? I need the Gucci headband. I need the Gucci headband right now. Yo, but no. I did want I did did you get the text I sent you? Yes, I got the I, text. I, I did want you to play the Hall and Nash track. Uh, for because I want to show we'll play it we'll play it as we uh outro. Okay. Yeah. Because it's fine. Let's let's uh let's okay. Let's get into our championship podium. All right. I, what do you have oh, to you, say? You I just I just I just wanted the You just want to nah. talk your shit. Yeah, I want to talk my shit. I got I the clout. Got... I'm good. Let's let's go. Okay, so let's let's go so, ahead you and know, talk about this is, what you, what do you want to talk about? Nothing, nothing. Uh, so what I want to talk about? You wanted to talk about? Yeah, something? I wanted to talk about something. Silence, Puerto Rican man, dark. So now, yo, go ahead. Um, what do you want to say? I want to wish a happy belated birthday to Muhammad Ali. Yes. Respect. Now, I have to say that because he is technically the first rapper. He made an album called The Greatest of All Time. And it had a diss record to Sonny Liston, Are the person serious? he was about to fight. What? Do you have this album? Uh, no, I looked it up, but I do not have this Damn. album. Oh I wish God. I did. I can't <laughs> even believe that exists. Can you find it? Is it? Is it there? <laughs> if I top in Muhammad Ali, will I get something? <laughs> <laughs> Who knows? Just keep talking. Just keep talking. Yeah, so it was uh, a lot of... This is one of the reasons why Muhammad Ali is looked at as the greatest of all time. And so many hip-hop artists see him as a monumental figure because... You when Muhammad Ali would rap, it would be something along the lines of like, yeah, I'm going to like I'm going to talk trash about the person I'm about to fight. 
and he would talk trash like nobody's business. And at the time, it would piss off so many fighters. Like, uh, uh, Frazier hated him. Frazier hated Muhammad That's Ali. That's hilarious. But when it came to Sonny Liston, this was his first heavyweight fight before his championship. And he had a diss record on there. And I have the, I have the name of it right here. Will the real Sonny Liston please fall down? Did you check YouTube? Wow. Found it. Yeah. Yeah. YouTube? Yeah, YouTube. Told you. All right. So, uh, bye. Can you play play that for us? Play that. Yeah. Friends, Romans, countrymen, lend me your ears. I come to Barry Liston not to praise him. I'm going to fight Sonny Liston. That is, if he doesn't chicken out. I will win that fight because I'm president of the boxing world. And this fist is my veto. I am the greatest. Mr. Liston is an old man. He's 30 years old. He has no business been in the same ring with me. I'd like to help that poor old man. I want to give him lessons, boxing lessons, talking lessons. I'll teach him anything. But since he's going to fight me, what he needs most is falling lessons. As you can see, this was like battle rap, as you can see. (laughs) That was pure shit talk. Yeah, and this was before, hip-hop wasn't even a thing yet, so that's why so many hip-hop artists, especially like the ones that came out in the late 80s, give give Muhammad Ali so much props because he made this, and this was a comedy album, and it was just there like, yo, he he did similar things to what rappers do in battle raps and stuff like that. I respect it. Yes, of course. Yeah. But that's all I had to say. Uh, I wish I could have said that while winning at the same time and be like, Angelo is such a fool for going against me when I have Griselda in my hand. But nah, that didn't nope. happen. He it's okay, Griselda son. Too, yeah, huh? It's okay, son. You will. Yeah. Maybe next time. Yeah, even though anyway. you're younger than me. So, yeah. Anyway. Anyway, if you know how to spell rapper lady, it's just a Oh, I'm sorry. Go ahead. <laughs> Yo, this is for the whole podcast, you yeah, know, I'm right? Sorry, I'm sorry. Go oh ahead. My go God. I'm not just doing it for myself. Go ahead. Dean, don't you want to ask me a question? Yo, how do you spell Rapalanius? Okay. So, Rapalanius, because you need to find us, right? You need to, wait, to wait, look where us Where do up. you find us? Yeah. Right? How do you find us? So, you can find us on Spreaker. You can find us on Apple Music. Oh, not Apple Music. You can find us on iTunes. Yes. You can also find us on Instagram. You can find us on Twitter. Uh, what, what else? Where else can they find us, guys? Any podcast? Check any podcast thing that you're looking for. I you already said Spreaker. Yeah. So you can find <clears> us on <throat> Patreon. 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 Definitely Patreon. You should go contribute to our Patreon page. I mean, we have donations. You can you can pay us a dollar a month. Anything helps us. Any donations helps Shout us out. Shout out to those who are paying on our Patreon. Yes. Page. No doubt about that. So. Anyway, if you're wondering, well, how do, how do I even help you guys out? How do I find your content? How do I continue to be able to be a part of this experience? This how do you spell the name? So, so you probably, yeah, you're probably wondering, how do you spell Rapalanius? So Rapalanius is spelled R-A-P-A-L-L-A-N-E-O-U-S. How back young. Let's play that outro track. Yeah, play that little, um, that last track. That last track that I went to. What's the name of the track? Oh, the name of the track is Machine Gun Black. 
which okay. we got, which we discussed already. Um, Rest in peace to Machine Gun Black, cousin of Westside Gun, brother Benny the Butcher. Yep. Um, Conway and Westside Gun go as Hall and Nash, and if you follow wrestling, Hall and Nash are the outsiders, also part of NWO, big wrestlers. Um, play the track. All right, let's cool. just play All it. Right. All right, later, peace, everybody. Peace. Let the drum off quick, uh-huh. Younger running through that short cut, he dump off blitz. Younger dump off stick. Uh-huh. I make one call, he slumped y'all quick. Yeah. Niggas room in the trunk, y'all hey, yeah. For my niggas on that bus, taking up no trips. SKS in the Dolce Trench. Dice came in to the floor, throwing trips. Throwing bricks, bring me back 80 by the fence. I would like to thank our contestants for participating in today's contest. Congratulations to our winner and for our loser, better luck next time. Happy belated birthday to Jason Mizell, aka Jam Master J. May you rest in peace. Thank you for your contributions to the hip hop community. This ends Rapalanius. Thank you for listening.